welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy this episode. We'll be going over BlizzCon as it is very soon, kind of what it entails, what I would like to see, the main sort of points that I would guess uh, is what's going to happen at BlizzCon for all of the WoW expansions, Classic, Wrath of the Lich King and Retail uh, Dragonflight. But we have the weekly news as always. We have Strunran and the Zakali Elders as our bosses for the week. Strunran can be located in the Onaran Plains and the Zakali Elders can be located in Zaralak Caverns. The uh, Warsome Gulch Scramble is your, what is it, brawl for the week. Essentially this is a 10v10 but there are three Warsome Gulch flags. You simply have to capture 10 of them in order to win the match and it isn't the same as normal uh, Warsome Gulch rules. You can capture a flag while they control one of your flags. Otherwise, I think this game would, uh, the game mode would go on for maybe a bit too long. Just uh, saying. We have uh, Cataclysm Time Walking is your bonus event for the week. You can buy loads of reputations. You can buy mounts. You can buy many different things with this. Uh, the Time Walking badges. So hop on over to, where is it? It might be a major city, but I'm not too sure. I think it is the major cities, Orgrimmar and Stormwind, where you can purchase uh, stuff using Time Walking Badges. Storming, Raging and Tyrannical are your Mythic fixes for the week. Storming, it, there's small little vortexes. Move away from them. It, it's really not that difficult. Just move away from them. Help your healer out. Raging, when they get to 30% of the mobs, they do 100% increased damage. Either soothe them, CC them, slow them, kite them. Just don't let them hit you, essentially. And Tyrannical, the bosses and the mobs that they spawn have increased health and damage. Please bring a, a talent build to accommodate this. Before we get into the main part of the episode, I would like to th- say a massive thank you to everyone that tunes in, tunes in each and every week. As uh, the channel is growing, it's uh, really nice to see everyone old and new come and join in on the episodes. But I do have to ask for your support a little bit more. This podcast is not my full-time job, and I do put in as much effort as I can without having to put any sort of content behind a hidden paywall. Not a hidden paywall, a paywall. With all of this said, down below there is a link to support the show even further. From as little as $3 a month, times are very tough at this moment and I do understand this. That extra support would allow me to get out more episodes for you guys, to put more time and resources into the podcast itself. And uh, it allows me to essentially still have nothing behind that hidden paywall um, for you guys. You, uh, by supporting the show, you have a chance to get a shout out or even be in one of the episodes in the future. Thank you all very much for listening and let's get back into the episode. So BlizzCon is just around the corner, beginning of November, just uh, over a month away. We have multiple things that they're going to look at. Now, I have seen that uh, Chris Metzen has rejoined the Warcraft team, as it were, And I think what his main focus is, is going to be working on uh, Classic, I believe. Now, with this being said, BlizzCon can hold many different things. But I think there's one thing that's guaranteed 
at BlizzCon, and that's always an expansion reveal. Now, this isn't really a prediction. This is kind of a guarantee. I would say 99% chance of a uh, like uh, expansion reveal, which will be really good. I think it will be really, really good. And if they carry on with how Dragonflight was, I think that it will be absolutely amazing at the next uh, like expansion, and I can't wait to see what it what we go to essentially i'm kind of guessing maybe a voidy type place because you have a lot of stuff to do with zalataf you have um not galacrond the iridicron you know walking through sorry about that. you have iridicron walking through a like void portal essentially so you have multiple things that like are happening right now and it would make sense for us to go to the void um in the next expansion so my guess is kind of we're taking Velen's uh, sort of uh, ship to that place, essentially. Now, uh, that's all well and good, but we probably will get a release of 10.2. It's uh, doing raid testing at the moment, and I believe that ends mid-October, like the 13th of October. So I would imagine that 10.2 is released either at BlizzCon, like the BlizzCon week, or the week after. It won't be much longer, I would imagine. This is also probably about 70%, 80% chance of that happening. I doubt it would be that much longer after BlizzCon that they release 10.2. Uh, they might release it a bit earlier, like before BlizzCon, which would be amazing, but I highly doubt it because they would want the focus on BlizzCon more so than like, oh my God, a patch just released and I feel bad for like not being on wow and you know missing the content and that kind of thing so i think that we'll definitely get an expansion reveal for retail world of warcraft i think that we'll get with this expansion i honestly think there'll be new classes no not new classes new races uh they'll add a couple more of the allied races um this will probably be something very simple is that all like modified versions kind of like they're doing with the um the dranai the eridar they're putting in different customization options for them so it's kind of like a new like race but at the same time it isn't so you don't have to do like a new intro quest line and all of that stuff but you know i, I think there'll be a lot of that sort of thing that's happening i think that they will open up classes to a lot of the races which uh, I, I can kind of understand, but it kind of does feel a bit bad to do so. I'm not going to lie. Um, I can maybe understand adding druids to certain things, maybe like a dwarf druid, considering the next patch is very emerald dreamy. Um, you can maybe give uh, what what on a horde side could, you know, go druid, maybe like a Vulpira druid, you know, anything like that. You You can expand it due to the actual patch itself they might do that in the next expansion but honestly the only thing that i can guarantee is a wow expansion uh announcement at blizzcon more than anything now the next two world of warcrafts are the one where it's a lot more speculation and this is where we can get into some of the fun stuff wrath of the lich king i will talk about first as it's the most straightforward now, Wrath of the Lich King, with the three iterations of World of Warcraft, you have Retail, you have Wrath of the Lich King, and you have Classic. So each one is slowly or behind the other, essentially, as it were, in expansions-wise. 
you have Wrath of the Lich King, which is following the blueprint to what World of Warcraft is today. And that is, it is going through all of the expansions back to back. So my guess is that they will announce a Cataclysm Classic. Now, you guys might not like this. Some people might not like this. Some people might think, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Like, no one wants Cataclysm. It completely ruins the game. Cataclysm as a whole isn't that bad. Now, hear me out on this. Hear me out. The classes, they get some fun abilities like uh, Holy Power for Paladins, and you can utilize that. You get the little sliders for Boomkins, where you have your Lunar and Solar Eclipse. You get some wacky class features. And uh, it's really cool. It's actually really interactive, all of the classes. It still has its niches and stuff as well, which is amazing. And it still has its old talent tree, although you do have to sort of activate a specialization before, like, you go into the talents and you have to put a certain amount of talent points in before you can go into another uh, talent tree. But it's still the same talents. The problem that people have with, like, Cataclysm, in my opinion... I could be completely wrong in this, but it's the world revamp. People love the old world of World of Warcraft. They love Stranglethorn and Booty Bay and, you know, that all being one zone rather than split in half by, like, a a maelstrom. They like the entirety of Crossroads rather than Northern and Southern Crossroads. You know, they like all of that. They like the wacky sort of idea of, uh, oh, okay, well, I've done the quest here. Now I've got to go all the way up north to, uh, you know, South Shore to go and quest just to get an extra level. And then I can go down to Stranglethorn to start leveling because I'm not quite high enough to get the quest there. You know, they like that sort of journey that it takes them on, whereas Cataclysm became a bit more linear in that. And I think that's where the kind of... uh, Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the gaming blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Ah, what is the word for it? The love of the game. The almost. Uh, the feel of the game was taken out of it because you couldn't do stuff uh, that you wanted to do. It's not like, oh, okay, I've got this set route, so I'm going to go to South Shore and then I'll go to Duskwood and then I'll go to uh, like Stranglethorn. Instead, it's, no, you, you do have to go to Duskwood and then South Shore and then you've got to go to Stranglethorn. You, you can't do it any other way. I think that's what people get annoyed about. And the old quests that... Um, people became familiar with over the course of several years actually 2004 to about 2009 maybe 10 i think so yeah several years people got used to the quests and uh, suddenly it was all switched up these quests that people knew like uh, that it's just gone and it's 
no one really likes change. A lot of people don't like change. So there's a, probably a big reason why people aren't a fan of Cataclysm. But in truth, Cataclysm had some good like dungeons, some very good like class mechanics, as it were. I think people just are upset about the world revamp of it. Now, if there's some workaround with Cataclysm where they can bring in the like class changes, but you keep the old world and they add like just the extra um, zones like Twilight Highlands, Vashir, you know, them sort of places, I think that it could be very good. I think that it can be a very good experience um, rather than revamping the entire world. Now, obviously, you might need to revamp parts of it because... Uh, Grim Batol in Wetlands is part of uh, classic World of Warcraft, but in Cataclysm it's turned into a dungeon and it's linked to the Twilight Highlands. So you're obviously going to have to revamp some of the world just geog uh, geographically uh, in order to accommodate this, but I think it, um, Cataclysm Classic is what is going to be on the menu for Wrath of the Lich King. People might not enjoy it, but I think that Honestly, Cataclysm and then Missa Pandaria were very underrated um, expansions. Missa Pandaria especially, I think that it is one of the better expansions in World of Warcraft, and that could be um, an unfavourable opinion, but I think that it is one that, you know, has earned... To, it, it has earned the right to be one of the, like better expansions in World of Warcraft. Considering what we've gone through with Shadowlands and Battle for Azeroth, definitely much so um, when you look back at it. Now, I am... Wrath, I always have a nostalgia for. I will always have a nostalgia for. It's the one expansion that I can remember playing quite a lot, and uh, it's the sort of first memories of it. Cataclysm, I don't remember an awful lot of, and I would love to experience it again to really get a feel for Cataclysm and how it worked, how its like gameplay actually interacted, how the world felt like shaken by the Cataclysm, as it were. Um, I, I would be very intrigued to see Cataclysm and see where they go with this because Cataclysm actually has some of the better raids in World of Warcraft. It has Dragon Soul, which is very much uh, fondly looked upon. It has Twilight, uh, Bastion of Twilight, I think it's called. I can't remember any of the others. Firelands is a really good raid. It, it's got some of the best raids, actually, in World of Warcraft, I think. And I think people will be wanting to raid it. And I think the PvP is actually relatively like solid in Cataclysm as well. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's a very good expansion, but people just remember it poorly because they had several years of going through, you know, this set leveling procedure and it all getting ripped up and revamped in this expansion. So, you know, I, I think that it can be a winner, Cataclysm, thinking about it more and more. I love World of Warcraft, like Wrath of the Lich King. I love Wrath of the Lich King. I think it's very good, but I think that it's time that Wrath moves on. And I think that's what it's heading towards. Wrath of the Lich King uh, will go into Cataclysm rather than a uh, Wrath of the Lich King Plus. Now, speaking of Wrath of the Lich King Plus, BlizzCon has a third World of Warcraft. It has recently introduced Hardcore World of Warcraft, which is a massive, massive uh, like success. 
it is one of the best things that they've ever done for the game and it was a community driven thing it was made by us players i say us it was made by the hardcore players that you know did the add-ons and you know really brought it to light via streaming via clips you know all of that stuff and it was uh, given its chance to actually shine on official servers by blizzard which is really really cool but that will only suffice for a while because people get bored and um, more bored uh, that each time that they have to restart their character and stuff like that. Now, part of the reason that you love playing World of Warcraft Classic is the leveling. The leveling is the important thing in Classic. But when you do it 50 times after, you know, 49 deaths, then suddenly it's like, mm, OK, well... I'm kind of getting bored of this. I've done this 10,000 times. What can I do different? Oh, I died at level 59. So nothing I do is going to be really different. It's just at level 59, I shouldn't go into this cave. Like, uh, instead, you know, that kind of deal. I think that they will bring out Classic Plus. I genuinely think they will add stuff to the hardcore er or hardcore servers plus the era servers and I think that they'll bring out new raids. I genuinely think that they'll do that. New raids, new content, new dungeons. I think that they'll add something into Classic Era to make it Classic Plus, like a sandbox feature. So what you would have is World of Warcraft as its retail version, continuing its story as it is. You have Classic or Wrath Classic that is following the WoW retail path and uh, this is good because if people want to revisit a certain expansion like uh, Cataclysm, Miss Pandaria, they have the opportunity to do so with this Wrath of the Lich King and how it's following on through the expansions that like retail. And then if you really want a sandbox sort of mode, you have Classic Plus. Now, what this can mean is they can add new zones potentially for higher gear, new raids, new dungeons, new quest lines, you know a whole variety of multiple things that they have the potential of adding or taking away or, you know, introducing into the game. They can even add new classes. Now, I, I don't get how they would do this because these new classes, if they added something that isn't in retail World of Warcraft, let's say a Tinkerer class, how would it work? How would it perform in raids? How do the spells interact with other wacky spells in Classic? Like Divine Intervention can stop wipe prevention, but you've got to base uh, like boss mechanics around this ability. And then suddenly it's like, oh, okay, well, the Tinkerer's got this EMP that shuts off everything that's mechanical in the like world. So if you go into a town and you EMP, does everything shut off and you become hostile to this town? You know, that kind of deal. Can it be really wacky sort of like shit like that? Because that's what classic is. It is a sandbox mode and it's a very rough first draft of what World of Warcraft is and has become. It really, really is because... Druids obviously had Innovate at eight minutes. You had everything that wasn't viable. Feral Druids, Boomkins weren't really viable. Shadow Priests weren't really viable. They were very... Uh, they they ran out of mana a lot. You have uh, everything like Arcane Mage wasn't really viable. You have uh, a lot of things that weren't viable. And it was slowly 
progressed on through expansions and it's become what it is today where everything has its very decent matchups and niches but it's still weak in some areas so some more than others you know that kind of deal um but yeah it's i i genuinely think that we'll get a classic plus i think this is a very much like 20 percent chance we'll get it i i could just be talking about talking out my ass at, at this point with it but I think that they will do something to try and push people or get some people on classic era actually excited to play it because the only thing that's keeping people on classic era at the moment, or at least most people, is the hardcore element to it. And the people that die on hardcore and who are relatively quite attached to their character if they made it to like level 38 or 39 and they transferred over to a, a classic era server then you know that's an extra player but they might get bored of it again they might after you know doing blackwing lair and stuff get bored or there is the potential that they complete their character because in classic you have that opportunity in an mmo to actually complete your character and get full best in slot without having any sort of future things to look forward to no future expansion no future dungeons raids etc you can fully get your character to the best that it possibly can and you can do this in uh, like current expansions of world of warcraft but it will always be surpassed by the next raid or the next expansion or the next patch you know but no classic era doesn't have that it is very much this is what you've got right now and I think that they will expand on that in or at BlizzCon. And I think it will be amazing if they do so, because it does need a bit of love. For the most content that Classic Era has got has from or has been made by the uh, community, the World of Warcraft player base in hardcore. Um, so, yeah, they need to give it some love from their side of the ideas almost it, it definitely needs to come from them and it needs to be very fresh and it, it's I, I think that we'll get classic plus i think cataclysm will be the next step for wrath classic and i think that we will get obviously a expansion announcement to do with the void something to do with the void and something to do with like zalatath and you know that kind of dealings um Maybe we'll see some old god stuff in there. Who knows? But, you know, it, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. BlizzCon is definitely one to watch because I think this is the first BlizzCon where we've got three different World of Warcrafts. Um, I think back in 2009. We have not had one World of Warcraft since 2019. Like BlizzCon. 2018 was the last BlizzCon that had one World of Warcraft, which was retail World of Warcraft. And I think that was Battle for Azeroth. I'm trying to think. That might have been Legion. Holy shit, that might have actually been Legion. Oh my god, that's insane. So yeah, 2018 was the last time we had one World of Warcraft game which was retail, and that was either in the end of Legion or the beginning of Battle for Azeroth. Since then, 2019 had Wrath Classic, or not Wrath Classic, Vanilla Classic, and then it was TBC, and then Classic Era came out sometime last year, I think, something like that. Um, actually, no, it was kind of there since uh, TBC Classic, because you could copy your characters over. So 
I, I definitely think that there'll be information on all of these and I think we'll get all of it at BlizzCon. Um, that includes a date for 10.2 release. That includes the WoW expansion, which will be announced and given a sort of rough estimate as to when they're going to get it out and an update on the, like, what is it? Not the flowchart, the leaderboard, the roadmap. That's the one. Um yeah, because uh, usual expansions go out late of next year after the BlizzCon, so usually around August at the very earliest, but usually around November, November time. Next year we will be in a new expansion, possibly, which will be amazing. Um, but yeah, these are my predictions for World of Warcraft at BlizzCon or the WoWs at BlizzCon. I think that... The prospect of what can be is very exciting. I just hope that they do not let it down. They don't let any of the World of Warcrafts down. If you're either a lover of retail WoW and not classic, hopefully you get what you want. If you're a lover of classic WoW and not retail, I hope that you get what you want. I hope that everyone gets what they want at BlizzCon for their respective World of Warcrafts. For me, I enjoy every single one of them in their own way. So I'm hoping for good news on all of them. But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Please check out all of the uh, descriptions down below. We have uh, social medias, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. All of it is happening as well as the link to support the show is down there as well. Thank you all very much for listening and go Valor friend. Goodbye all.